everyone, welcome to Animation Nation. I am your host, Prime Time, here with your latest news around animation and pop culture. Hopefully, everyone is having a wonderful day no matter where you are around the world. Let's get started with your daily news. Now, our first latest news comes from the Hollywood, the, I mean, Variety.com, that the former Hollywood actor Chadwick Boseman, star of the main superhero Black Panther, has died on Friday after the after a four-year battle with colon cancer. His rep confirmed to Variety he was 43. Before he was cast as the Marvel Studios superhero, Bozeman's career first exploded with his portrayals of black American icons such as Jackie Robinson and James Brown. Walt Disney co co-chairman Bob Iger said, and I quote. We all are heartbroken by the tragic loss of Chadwick Boseman, an extraordinarily talented and one of the most gentle and giving souls I have ever met. He brought enormous strength and dignity depth to the groundbreaking role of Black Panther, shattering myths and stereotypes, becoming the long-awaited superhero for millions around the world, inspiring us to dream bigger and demand more than status quo. We mourn all that he was, as well as everything he was destined to become. For his friends and millions of fans, his assistance from the scenes is only an eclipse to buy the absence from our lives. All of us at Disney send our prayers and heartfelt condolences to his family. Although Bozeman had never spoken pu- publicly about his diagnosed, According to the statement, he worked throughout his achievements for much of his career, starting while he was playing another played another black black American icon on the NAACP lawyer and future Supreme Court Justice through Good Marshall in 2017's Marshall. A year before the premiere of Black Panther, Boseman was recently appeared in Spike Lee's Vietnam War drama The Five Bloods, and this year He's due to appear opposite in the Volius Davis's My Ryan's Black Bottom, a feature adaptation of the August Wilson play directed by the George C. Wolf. Black Panther grossed over $1.3 billion worldwide, forever exposing the, the untruth in Hollywood that movies with potentially black casts won't gross well overseas, but it's difficult to overstate that the impact of Black Panther and Bozeman had the large culture. The film was first superhero movie ever nominated by the Academy Awards as for Best Picture, earning six other nominations and winner and winning three of them. More to the point, as Black Panther Bozeman presented to the world and the image of a powerful thrill full of black man who was the leader of a thriving African nation and a superhero willing to willing to race into whatever battles he felt was worthy fighting, no matter what the odds. Now, I heard this story yesterday through Instagram. I came back to work, I was playing video games, and I went through Instagram. I saw the post, I didn't believe it at first, I thought it was like some person probably made that up, but when I scrolled up to the profile on Instagram, it was the official Marvel account. And I was shocked, like, whoa, this is actually for real. I mean, 
imagine what kind of impacted this is that imagine I think it was two a day one or two days ago that I that the march for Washington happened where where everyone was where all where people where all the people who are standing who are standing up against against um racism as well as within the as well as against police brutality who sell, who did the march to Washington like they did it back in 57 years ago with Martin Luther King who marched to Washington for civil rights and that's what they then that's what they did it again a couple of days ago imagine after that and you heard the news that that Bozeman has died it would have been a, it, I wouldn't say it would but it will it had been a big impact to the community I mean it is it is really sad to see this person died honestly he impacted many people in the uh, in the African American community I mean I remember when I saw, first saw Black Panther it was the second week I saw it I wouldn't I wouldn't I don't see it on the first week because the first week you get you get like really really like really really packed in the theaters so it's on the second week and like everyone around everyone around the audiences were very 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 hyped up everyone was very excited like damn this dude's this dude's awesome this dude's amazing I remember those, I remember those is those is like this black mom who's like around like three chairs down on the theater they was they were watching the scene where like where like Black Panther was like I think he was fighting against like a couple of hunters in the jungle and she was like hell yeah and all her children were like 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 screaming of joy to see like him beating those hunters up I was like oh that's that's very very nice honestly and the way how like behind the scenes I saw the where how the Bozeman like kind of like did like this little thing where like one of the um, I guess you call it fans one of the fans were like expressing their love and appreciation to Black to Black Panther and he and suddenly the actor kind of sprung out of nowhere and just have them like like surprise and just like hug the actor and thank him for the way how he betrayed black superheroes within the film and yeah I could tell you that Black Panther has made a big big positive impact to the to the African American community so it has been very very impactful and and I know this is that um what makes this unique is that within the comic book series of many times usually within Marvel films many black superheroes were were basically have the roles of sidekick or or um, or I guess you could say like kind of like sidekick or or like a back a little bit I guess you could say like a backup character as well for example like Falcon and War Machine but what makes Black Panther unique is that that Black Panther is like the actual like it's actual like an actual black main character a main black superhero with his own his own movie no sidekicks no side characters his own superhero which people could look up to all around the world and I could I could tell you that it impacted many 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 people especially in the in the African-American community 
even though yeah, as of right now many people are many people are still fighting for still fighting for full civil rights as of right now as well as that include that the march for washington that happened a couple of days ago maybe it was yesterday i wasn't really sure my memory is a bit vague i think it was like thursday or wednesday it happened but anyways it's sad to see one of the biggest impacted person biz, the biggest impact of the whole community died and the way how they describe the way he died is that he died on his bed while while his family watched him died I know I seen I hear many celebrities died out of nowhere some some people some celebrities died in their apartments some celebrities died in a car some celebrities died in hospitals but when you always have a person died in front of your family you know in front of their family is really impactful for them to see that happen that he he died gracefully Michael and surely his films will able to impact other people who want to become who wants to become the main characters from their own race or ethnicity no matter who you are to show people inspiration that you could do this no matter who the no matter who the hell you are you could be this person so my condolences to the family of Mr. Bozeman and and for the people who worked with Mr. Bozeman so maybe I'll keep you guys updates on on this on this um on this story and they did if they do like a memorial for him I'm pretty sure because this is basically an early story I because I because this story came out like last night and you're still getting a bit more details out of out of the story so far so probably about like later this day or later maybe tomorrow they probably give us more and more details of how they're gonna do like a ceremony in honor of of Bozeman of Bozeman and and his throughout his work so so again condolences to his family and loved ones now our next story for today comes from comicbook.com that the one of the one of the um, showrunners of the hit animated Netflix series Shira Princess of Power has left fans upset on a live stream concerning the controversial crew live stream which includes the which includes Noel Stevenson who was the showrunner and and Creator, I won't say official creator, but like the creator of the setting of Shira, has issued a swift apology on Twitter for some inappropriate jokes about slavery and other language during the live stream. While the crew has all been has been horrified at how those words were received on this on social media, as they believe that the inside jokes that didn't hurt anyone, it became clear that the shows well wide-reaching fan base was not assumed so the showrun the showrunner had to step up and apologize to black fans of the show and fans of color for being a part of that moment which this is what she tweeted 
Hey everyone, I made a very careless statement on today's stream that hurt a lot of black fans and fans of color. She, beg she began. The, imp the implications did not occur to me and the lapse of judgment is fully 100% on me. I apologize wholeheartedly and I'm so sorry for the heart caused and the true lost. I take responsibility of creating a safe, safe and positive space for fans very seriously and I failed to do to do so then that day. Stevenson continued, Thank you for making your voices heard and I will I will be rededicating myself to examining my language and behavior so that this failure would not be repeated. She also wrote and she concluded and for white and non-black fans, please remember that I do not need defending and do not harass or add emotional labor to those hurt by this. I accepted the consequences and will be taking serious actions to make to this right in any way I can. Now, aside from this article, well, many fans on many fans all over social media they were angry they were angry they were very upset the way how they discussed i mean it was a joke i think it was a bit um a bit vague on the resources i researched connection so there's a character within the show who is intentionally which is he's black and they kind of did they kind of like rhymed his name they kind of rhymed his name in order to fit his i think they said like his they had like a, a brother or relative which is named like bow glow whatever and i believe there was a similar word that can that compared that put his name which is reference to like like slavery and around there it was like that type of word and they put it on the character and people take it out of context that oh People take, people take out a context and saying, "Oh, you did. Oh, you put this because you're racist, because you because this character is black, and you put that in. You put his name on his brother or sister or cousin, on that." I wouldn't. I mean, now you need to be careful with your with your things you say. Honestly, I mean, like right now. I'll be honest, right now, many creators who work on cartoons, they're becoming like celebrities within the animation community. They're becoming, they're becoming, they're becoming celebrities within the community. I mean, you got Rebecca Sugar, you got, you got like, um, Alex Hirsch, Ian Jones Cordy, you got Kenny Tatakovsky and Craig McCracken and so on and so forth. And once you become like very known within the community, at times, you need to be careful what you say and what you do because you're going to get like a backlash within the fans i mean i know fans will get angry that because as fan because as fans they're all mixed they all get toxic honestly the honestly to fans it comes at random they get toxic they can do anything that's pretty much unhealthy within within the community of their favorite shows but they're fans and Sometimes you need to care about your fans and show the fans that, that you really like them. But at times you need to choose your words wisely. 
to make sure that won't that won't happen honestly because sure it may seem funny but but then it's gonna but then it's still offensive joke to them because of what it actually means you get offended you need to watch your words and watch the things you say I try I do my best just to say a few things that doesn't seem to be cross of anything that's controversial anything that seems very inappropriate for audiences that may seem that may seem a bit unease and with this it should be like I guess you could say it should be like um a, a reminder that that um right now again I mean again cartoon creators are becoming famous they're becoming celebrities let's, let's, say, let's face a fact they're becoming celebrities in their own community and sometimes once you get that that much fame and recognition mostly recognition you're you gotta have a high like expectations from your fans I know that fans need I know fans need to know that um that the people who look up to don't, they're not always gonna act the same thing as what you see on interviews with them or maybe at Comic Con panels. They might act something differently outside of those. Like they might be feeling frustration, they might be feeling angry, they might be feeling depression. You don't know the you don't know that much side of them basically. And you only know the the uh, the whole TV slash like creator aspects of what 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 they are. You don't know the the true side of them. That's why that's why there's always this thing called don't meet your heroes. And this is like one of these kind of like one of these statements that um, make sure you don't have high expectations to the people you look up to because because they make mistakes. People make mistakes, and they need to learn from them. You can't punish people with their mistakes. No matter who they are, you can't necessarily punish people with a mistake. It was a mistake they didn't know this. Yes, there will be consequences, but you can't be angry at them all the time. Because of their mistake. Because mistakes come and go. You need to know that they want to they want to regain themselves want to be the redemption and promise they won't do these mistakes ever again even if, even at the time the cancer culture is still arise as of right now this is one of the examples of many fans are saying that oh I don't want to watch Shira anymore oh I don't want to support Shira anymore or something like that she has, she said something that's very wrong and the thing is she at least she owns up she apologizes to she apologized for her actions, she didn't mean it, basically. It was a bit of a joke to them, and they didn't mean it. And to the fans, please accept the apology and calm down. She didn't necessarily mean it. I mean, at least she owned up the apology, at least she kind of stated that it won't happen again just please calm down make sure if a creator did a mistake 
make sure you remind them that hey you, you say something that may be a bit of ease you don't just go there like oh I'm not gonna he she said it I'm not gonna support you I'm gonna leave you I wanna support you ever again inform them what they did if they apologize for what they did and up to the actions then that's okay now if they stay silent and not saying anything then it's gonna cause a bit stir to the fans it'll cause like a big uproar within it and ruin the reputations of many people I'm not sure if her reputation I'm not sure uh, I'm not sure if Stevenson is gonna have a reputation ruined I'm not sure about that maybe not but but it could be like one of the I guess you could call it one of the toxicities I guess you could say the first toxicity of the Shira fandom I mean I don't watch Shira honestly it's not them it's not of my taste honestly I don't really find it Shira interesting I don't know I, I just kind of pers- personally I don't like the art style honestly it kind of has more similar to Steam Universe honestly but it's all in my opinion if you guys like Shira go ahead if you guys get I mean if you get offended by if you get offended by the joke the crew did I mean they did a stream on uh, on Twitch and I saw the clip on the article on what are the articles and and I and to me I could tell that they that um they kind of they did the joke but it's hard to pinpoint of like where where they said it you need to look need to hear very very carefully in order to get the in order to hear the joke it's one of those types of situations. They need to hear very carefully the only hear the joke or hear what they said that's very wrong. So it's a bit of a confused story for this one, but just to clarify, make sure but at the end of the day, just make sure make sure that don't backlash or not necessarily don't just make sure they apologized is an apology and they own up their mistakes if they own up their mistakes and did apology don't get very angry because they apologized accept the apology and make sure to and make sure to remind them that nations remind them that make sure you don't do the mistakes again honestly and the way she said it is that the way she said it on a Twitter, according to the article, that, like, I mean, it's kind of similar. It's kind of similar to how Steven Universe, how like the Steven Universe controversy one, that um, that I that uh, that were what what happened was that Rebecca Sugar, she released an art concept of Steam Universe which is like there's like a few like other characters that were like weren't able to make it within the series and one of them one of them was the gem by the name of Concrete who was reminiscence to like a black face character which the character says is not very is not I think it says is not wasn't very intelligent and all he does is just collect shoes I believe that's what it says I'm not very sure 
it's been a it's been like around three years since the controversy started. I don't remember that much of what the about the character, but it was very racist. It was Sim was very racist, and the whole community kind of gave Rebecca she kind of gave like her backlash, like how dare you do this concept art. Rebecca Sugar did a statement that she didn't do intentionally. She did not know she she did not know she made something that looks resemblance to like a black character, like a stereotype. Like stereotypical blackface. She did not know that. She didn't see it as a as that type of character. And she, and it's one of those mistakes that fans that fans did of like they want to give backlash, they want to do that stuff. But you need to own up your mistakes of what you did. So please, again, apologize, accept the apology, and just don't say I'm not going to support you ever again, because he just leaves a sour taste in the creator and the crew's mouth, honestly. Now, our final story for today comes from sci-fi.com, that the last, that last weekend, DC Fandom, a live stream for for upcoming DC content to set set up a new standard for how that it can be done and now that they've got a number of numbers that has been higher up around like two, 220 or like 22 million viewers have watched this live stream now DC Entertainment announced Wednesday that on the global live stream which broadcasts eight hours of content of three times over the course of a single day Featured movies, video games, or trailers, TV, TV panels, and comic book announcements. From fans watching 22 ter- territories around the world, the event was also a hit on social media, where the fandom wound up trending on Twitter in 53 different markets. The last-minute decision through the unexpected seems to be have paid off because all the viewers focused on the hat, which had been built up for weeks through teasers and concepts and concept arts was suddenly entirely on the Hall of Heroes as major nearly major movies events throughout footage reveals films like Wonder Woman 1984 the Suicide Squad video game and the Zack Snyder's Justice League cut as well as the upcoming new Batman movie the event also ranked up around 150 million views in the races of trailers releases, encouraging even more trending on Twitter and YouTube as well as other social media accounts. Now, normally, normally conventions don't rank up a lot of a lot of viewership when it comes to live streaming since the whole pandemic thing is still happening, and. And, I be- and this one is very successful, honestly. It is much more successful than, than Comic-Con San Diego's um, um, live stream, which didn't pull many views, honestly. I mean, what the heck is San Diego Comic-Con live stream? I mean, but this is the way how they market DC fandom. I've seen the trailer. I'm pretty sure you've seen the trailer as well. It's very amazing the way how they put it. Like, it's like, very graphic. You can see like many other clips of other of all DC content. You see Teen Titans. You see you see Batman. You see Justice League. You see all those stuff coming collided together and bringing this awesome feature that's called DC Fandom, and it's very amazing. And as well as the content they provided, like Wonder Woman's 1984 film trailer, looks pretty good. Honestly, it seems very promising. I mean, 
it seems a bit political at first because a bit political when it because it features a villain that has a rem, this basically reminiscence to um to uh, to Donald Trump. I mean, one of the directors say that even though the the character was inspired by Donald Trump, they didn't they, they don't want to meet it into like a more political way. Honestly, to me, I don't like enforcing really kind of really politics on on like pop culture stuff but at the same time as long as you don't do like intentionally intentionally or being forced to an agenda then you're good honestly I mean the way he explained it a bit is a bit a bit raunchy but I see what he means honestly I mean but at the same time he's trying to keep the concept the same universe because this villain he he looks like Trump but at the same time a younger version of of the younger version of him basically so they try to keep the concept of like one of them takes place around the 80s basically as well as the new suicide suicide squad game where they try to kill everything try to kill the justice league i mean it seems pretty exciting because i like the suicide squad i don't like the live action film I mean I think the live action film was okay but the animated the animated movies of the Suicide Squad is very very impressive I like the animated version of the Suicide Squad I hardly read the comics of it but it seems very good a concept that that um you're playing as the Suicide Squad you got Harley Quinn you got Death you got um what's the name uh, Deadshot you got you got um you got Captain Boomerang you got Slipknot I think the only, I think the character called Katana, I believe I might got her name wrong, apologies for that. You got King Shark. You got um Killer Croc. And everything. You got like oh, many, there's many other characters within the Suicide Squad that you hardly get keep track of it, honestly. And and it's good to see you able to play as them, honestly. And it's, it's pretty exciting. I'm really excited for that. As well as the upcoming Batman films, this is very promising, honestly. I mean, a lot of people doubted that this, I mean, I forgot the actor's name. It's been a while since I covered the Batman, the Cheater Batman movie. I think it was the actor who played, who played one of the main characters. He played the vampire of, of Twilight. I think his name was Edward or something like that. He played that character. I thought, I, I doubt he'll do a performance very well. But the trailer seems very promising. I mean, I mean, it's just a trailer. You never know what's gonna happen. The actual product, if it's gonna be actually good, actually bad. But overall, it seems that the trailers they show, as well as the Snyder cut that people are waiting for, overall it seems very, very good and promising. And hopefully, other conventions able to learn how DC did it to able to hype up, look visual, make sure the visuals look good, kind of like how the PlayStation. Um, the PlayStation PlayStation conference did it. They put up impressive visuals. They put out like interesting concepts. They put out like um, amazing background music as well as amazing visuals. It keeps it keeps the fans hyped up. You need to hype up your audiences in order to get the better product or the better like better announcement, so to speak. And that's what the Seed fandom did. It was it was amazing, honestly. I highly recommend it. I'm pretty sure maybe the lights still have a few recordings, but if you take a look at those recordings, 
of the live stream, it will be very impressive, honestly. I mean, without a doubt, it will be very, very impressive. Now, that's it for today's news, everyone. Hope you guys like, hope you guys like the today's episode so far we have. Sorry if I didn't upload on last week. I was a bit busy with school and work. I was doing a project for school for this for like last week. This will be the last few days for the project. But don't worry. Hopefully this hopefully I get to see you guys on next weekend in order if there's any more news so far. So make sure you guys follow or subscribe to the podcast to get more news like this. Make sure you guys follow our official Twitter go Twitter account basically is animation natty ten animation natty ten over there on Twitter to give you guys more to more updates. So this is Animation Nation. I am your host Prime Time here. Hopefully get to see you guys tomorrow or next week. Probably next week or something like that. So so, have a wonderful day and stay safe. Goodbye.